I'm that. Moving in silence and steadily plotting, I'm that. Knowing the plug, but not taking pictures, I'm not. Kissing and telling, ain't nobody business, I'm that. Silent killer, I wouldn't mess with her. If you're trying to make some money, I'm your number one hitter. I didn't come from too much, so the hustle was sexy. I've been on the curve, a nigga driving brand new Mercedes. I've been all about the Benji since Puffy and Kim. Michelle Mosley, the poet, here with another episode of Queen Motivation. And this week, as promised, I have your Queen of the Week. Her name is Ebony Camille, and we will be talking to her about her music career. She's also a radio host, so stay tuned. You're with us. Hi, Ebony. How are you today? I'm good, and you? I'm great, thank you. So, um, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and when you started doing music and radio hosting? Okay, um, I'm Ebony Camille, of course. I'm from Joliet, Illinois. That's like about 45 minutes outside of Chicago. Um, I've been doing music since probably uh, 2002. I've always had a passion for music and radio at the same time, actually. Um, I was writing music. When I was younger, and then me and my cousin would um, do little um, radio shows with our tape recorder back in the day, and then record the radio music to fill in. We used to do that. So it's always been fun for me to do that. Wow. Now, was there someone or something that inspired you in that direction? You know what? It was always the great. My mother um, definitely let me listen to rap, which is funny because I became a rapper. But she had a record player, and she would play records. And I was inspired by, like, the Jackson 5, Gladys Knight, like, Marvin Gaye, like, all the oldies, because I actually learned the great in form of anything else. So that was, like, the biggest inspiration because I was listening to, like, records at 45, hearing, like, the authentic sound. I was like, whoa, this is great. And then that's why I'm so much into soul. So that was like the biggest thing for me. Did you know that, okay, this is it. I want to take this serious. It was the only thing I kept up with. <laughs> I was into a lot of things. I liked to create things from the floor up. I wanted a magazine. I wanted to be a teacher. Um, I wanted to um, have clothing line. All that, but music was the only thing that never really left me that I always had a passion before. I often try to give up on it and frustration of it, and it just wouldn't leave, and that's when I knew. It was something that I couldn't shake, no matter how hard it was. I was like, why can't I just be into something that's easier to obtain, like being a lawyer, you know, going to school to be a teacher, something where, like, if I go to school, I'm pretty much guaranteed a job. That's what I wanted for myself. But, you know, certain things that come to you, you have to follow through with with the plan, and those type of jobs wasn't the plan for me, so I had to put in a little bit more work than what I thought. Yeah, it's, it's funny because you will... No matter what, I try to think of it like if you hit the lottery today or tomorrow and you have all the money in the world, that that one thing that pat that you're passionate about is still going to call you. 
it's still yes. you still gonna have to go after it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, what would you say has been the hardest part? Like when you first started and you decided like I'm gonna take this serious, what were some of the roadblocks that like made it hard maybe? Taking people taking you serious. You know, I come from a, a small city where everybody knows everybody. Everybody went to high school with each other. And sometimes people don't see you as an artist in the making. They see you from the little girl you grew up to be. And they don't always take you serious. So I guess that was a major thing of proving, like, this is what I want to do. Um, I want to be taken serious. This is not a joke for me. This is a real job that, um, you know putting money into, putting time and effort to. And I think that was the biggest one. And then the second one would have to be being a female in the industry because it is a male-dominated industry. And sometimes, you know, they think they can talk to you any kind of way or they think you're interested in them. And even though, you know, you're, you're in those environments, you have to always kind of put your foot down to say, like, yeah, you probably may be attracted and all that, but I'm, I'm actually serious about my craft, and I just want to get work done. Those mm. probably have to be the two major things. Mm. Yeah, and as we can see, it's a lot, like, a lot has been revealed over these past couple months, not only with the, I think mostly in the film industry, but the Me Too movement is also in the music industry. Women are being taken advantage of, being persuaded to do things, and feeling like they have to do things just to make it, just to get to a certain level. Yes, definitely. It's a real thing. It's, it's a real thing. And what keeps you motivated? Like, what keeps you, despite that, despite... Being a female, a female rapper, despite trying to get those people to take you serious, like, what keeps you, like, okay, I'm going to keep going after this, no matter what? You know what? I want to look, I want to be, like, 80 years old and look back at it and say I did it. Mm. You know, I've dedicated most of my life to this, and it would be unfortunate for me to give up on something I've given up years and years and years and years of time too and that's what I think about every day it was like if you give up everything you've done thus far was a waste of your time you could have you know went to school and did this you could have worked your way up in, in a company and went to corporate you could have you know been a mom you, it, it's, it's a lot of factors of decisions I've made to focus on my career and it wouldn't be worth it if I gave up so that's what motivates me the most is to be able to say, yeah, I did it, and I can't say what if. Like, if it doesn't work for me, you know, I wouldn't be mad because I, I gave it everything I could, and I thought, and I studied, and I read, and um, I networked, and I did everything I could possibly do, and I wouldn't regret it because I've had so much fun in the process meeting people, doing things that the average, you know, Joe doesn't do. So just being able to to not say what if, just to say, yeah, I did it. That is like a big thing, the what if. That is something that, I, I, like they say, regret is 
one thing, but a what if, a what if, like, what if I would have did it? Like, that that hurts, I believe, more than anything. And when you say that you sac like, you're basically you're saying you sacrificed so much, what would you say would be some of the things that you have sacrificed for this career? I would say a lot of time, but I don't regret it. Um, money decisions, I put a lot into my career, but I don't regret it. It's been a lot of sacrifices as far as time, uh, money, relationships. I'm not a, a four- or five-year relationship because they didn't take me serious in my craft, and that's a major part. And I picked my career over that because if you're with a partner, they have to understand what you're doing. They have to be supportive, and they have to take it as serious as you do, even if, you know, it's not their dream, as though you would do for them. So that was, like, major sacrifices, but I don't regret any of it. I mean, this is what makes me happy, and this is something that I want to give back and do. It's not something that's just based on me. It's about my family. It's about young girls that need a, a more positive representation. It's about sisterhood. It's about community. It's about you know, just showing people that you can do something if you put if you put your mind to it. So it's way beyond me. So I don't regret anything. No sacrifices is what has to be made to get there. Yeah, and I think a lot of the artists that I see sometimes they don't re- like when they're beginning out. They don't realize that people who've already arrived or at a certain level, they did have to make huge sacrifices. And you said time. Time is really major when it comes to going after your dreams, whether it's to be a lawyer or whether it is to be in a music industry. You do. You dedicate those hours. It's just like if you've taken a test, you have to study, study, study. And it's the same thing with your craft. Right, yes. Um, what what are some of the things that you've done that you're um, really, like, excited about? Anything coming up currently or things in the past? I know that you have a radio station, a radio broadcast. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, created eShopping Radio in 2008 for artists such as myself that it wasn't about politics or money. You know, like, nowadays people want you to spend so much money just to showcase yourself. They don't really want to pay you. Everything has a, a price tag to it. And when I created that, it was like pure free promotion based off of your talent and your love for the art or whatever you do, whether it's music, modeling, directing, um, starting a business. It was something that people can get recognized without having to worry about spending this just because I have this following this views, I want to charge you this. And that's been real dear to me. And I've, I've partnered with other companies to make it larger. And now we're doing thousands and thousands of listens um, per show, which is great. Which you can listen to that every Saturday, um, www.eavesdroppingradio.com at six, uh, 7 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. And then... Um, I have a project dropping next month, um, May 26th on my birthday, which is with Summer 2. I dropped it last year around this time. 
and it's a project where I don't really address rumors. I really don't talk about haters and all that stuff that don't really exist. The only way anybody can get anything out of me is if they listen to the songs. I put everything in the song. So that's going to be a good listen if you want to know anything about me and what I've been through in the last year. Those are two main things that's going on other than traveling and performing. And hopefully I can be in Atlanta so I'm only looking forward to going there. There's nothing but love there. I should be there too. Oh wow, great! I just moved um here. I moved here a year ago. Oh great! Do you like it? I I like it when I come and visit. Yeah, I like it a lot. I just have to get out more and meet more people. But the energy here is so wonderful, and it's it's definitely a place for music. Mhm. Hey, I'm thinking about moving, so we can we can uh, be new newbies together. Oh <laughs> yeah, thinking about moving this year because I love it. Yeah, you really, really should. I highly recommend moving here. The energy is good. Every I, the food is wonderful. The people are nicer here. I come from New Jersey, so I'm really, really enjoying Atlanta. Great. <laughs> so, do you believe that you have found your purpose? I truly do. Like I was telling you earlier, it's something that hasn't left me. It's something that bothers me when people don't take advantage of the platforms they have. And it's something that I think about every single day. I felt like I've thought about every single day that I've been alive. I think and comprehend what I was thinking. Um, And, you know, sometimes you ask, what's the purpose? What's the purpose? But sometimes you already know. You have to listen to yourself. Step out of your own body and look at yourself. It's like you scream and breathe entertainment, hip-hop, R&B, culture, soul. Like people can see it on you. They look at your page, they know. And that's how I knew. Like, I, I prayed on it, and I was waiting to hear some type of whisper, and I was like, you know what it is. Mm. You know exactly what it is. Mm. You, if you if you don't take it on, you're just not gonna have a purpose in life. I feel like you end up being kind of miserable a little bit. I've read a meme that said, "Can you please do your life purpose so you can stop having the attitude?" And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like that exactly. is so honest to God true because I even with myself I find myself so much happier when I'm just doing what I feel like I was what I was created to do right start the queen motivation movement I feel so much better and it's not about money it's not about getting paid I mean of course we all want to make money doing what we love to do but just being able to be happy and and really get excited about something. That's that's a blessing within itself because everybody doesn't have that. Right, exactly. What do you want your music to contribute to this world? You know what? My main focus is to show women they can be strong. I think in 2018, it's a lot of um, degrading things that are said about women or the other female artists, not to discredit them, they kind of highlight physical attributes of themselves more so than just being smart and carrying yourself in that way. And my music, I want I want to show, like, yeah, we don't always have to talk about you can eat this, you can do this, you can do that. But show that, yeah, I'm strong, 
yes, you know, I've had to do things all by myself. Sometimes I don't want it that way, but if I have to do a job, I'll get it done. Just show women in a different light. Um, also showing them as bosses, showing them as being respectable. You know, we've taken a turn so bad where even, you know, greats like um, Queen Latifah said in the war show, um, acceptance speeches like, do y'all have any love for us anymore? And that's the main thing is, is showing them, like, I'm a little bit older. I'm not a young girl. So I've seen some things, and the people I grew up on talked like this, but the girls out now don't really talk like this. They are younger. They haven't experienced it. So I'm a, a little bit more mature on my delivery and the things I want to say, and that's really what I want to bring to it. I mean, I love the fellas, but it's really about the women because we go through so much and have to deal with so much. And I, I really want to talk to the girl next door that may not, you know, have her face speak to the gods or have the red bottom shoes that just want to make it through day to day trying to, you know, deal with insecurities and, and, and the things that people say and moving forward. So that's like my, my major thing is making women feel like women, not just sexual objects. That's beautiful, and that is that is something that we need. And to be a female and to want to give that to another female is a beautiful thing. I find that's that's something that I want to do with Queen Motivation as well. I want us to celebrate each other and uplift each other, and you know, help each other and let other women know they're not alone. And that's why I feel like it's important to share our stories and you know just tell what we're about because it'll help someone you may not even know you you will inspire someone just by telling your story today yeah that's so that's young... glad for this interview <laughs> huh i said that's why i'm glad for this interview <laughs> thank you i'm glad that you uh chose to do it now now that I have I have a, a female, a rap female artist, I can ask this question. And I just recently started thinking about it. Do you feel as though females in hip-hop can have a healthy rap battle without actually being real-life enemies? Is that possible? Is it like, can me and you have a, a rap battle and say kind of little sensitive things to each other. You know how the rap battles go. You hit sometimes a yeah. little bit behind the below the belt. But could we have that and still go out tomorrow and go get our nails done together? You know what? It's all based on the maturity level. For me, I say I can do it. Um, I, I like to crack jokes all day, and I crack jokes on myself. And people cracked jokes on me and was like, yeah, you got me with that one. But everybody's so sensitive these days. I mean, I, I'm on Twitter all the time and I see some of the pettiest stuff. And I don't really think they can handle it. I could handle it. Um, it. It's all part of the culture for me. But I don't think they could handle it. <laughs> I and I really wish a, that they... The thing. I really wish that they could because I would love to know that some of the some of the people that have the people's ears right now, like Nicki Minaj, Carly B, Remy Ma, um, um, the girl Sweetie. I wish, like, I in my mind, I imagine them like 
being cool and going and hanging out. And I feel like mm-hmm. the the fellas do kind of do that. Like they they battle, and then once the battle is over, they chopping it up, high fiving each other. Maybe not so much mm-hmm. in the past, but in this era, it seems like that's what's going on with the fellas. And it seems like the women are just like they're not having it. <laughs> No, you know what? I've heard guys tell me, and this is some of male, they say it can only be one queen of rap. And I was like, why? I was like, you know, it's, it's tons of male rappers. I was like, we have our variety. We have our J. Cole when we feel in a certain kind of way. We got our uh, little Uzi when we feel in some kind of way. I mean, it's, you have different artists for different moods you have. But, like, with female artistry, they only see it as, you can only block with one and that's it. And I feel like it shouldn't be that way. And so they people put that in the female artist's ear. Like when I hear certain female artists are beefing, I was like, well, we'll never have this feature. Like we'll, we'll, it would be dope to have a, a Nikki and Remy Ma feature, but of course that's not going to happen. That would have been too fly. <laughs> right. Or, you know, even the Cardi and Nicki Minaj feature, Cardi, well, no, Nicki was like, I didn't even know she was going to be on that track. So it's like, you wouldn't agree to it? Yeah. You didn't know, you know? So it's kind of like, get over yourself. Like, we old. <laughs> we not that old, but like, we old enough, like, to work together and do it for the culture, for the fans. And if you lose, you lose. You win, you win. Like, it shouldn't be that sensitive. I'm glad that you said that. I'm glad that you feel that way. And hopefully we can get to that point. Cause like I said, like I'm, I'm going to make my own personal playlist <laughs> with all the, the female rappers in there because I genuinely, I kind of like, like you said, I like a, all of them, I guess, because there's a mood. You're sometimes you want to hear conscious rap and sometimes you need ratchetness like you straight need some ratchetness (laughs) so it has to be a balance so I'm glad that you uh that you you feel that way the same way that I feel um is there anything else that we need to know um you had I see that you were shooting a video for hello um Yeah, right now I'm shooting a video for a single called Not Afraid. Um, I'm trying to put out some more visuals. I've been kind of quiet on uh, releasing things because I've been waiting for May. Because I'm a Gemini and I like to act accordingly. (laughs) But like a lot of things are happening in May. Like a project, new releases, of course, new visuals. performance-wise. I like to give out a show, and I like to show people that can't make it. And I'm big on using the, the little tools that we have to make an impact. So I'm going to go live for all this stuff, the shows and everything, because everybody's not club people. I can't expect everybody to come to all my shows. Some people want to, but they don't have a babysitter, or they just not club people, which is fine. So I'm going to go live and still give people the opportunity to see me do what I do and they can support from there. So it's going to be a lot in your face. So it ain't no way to run from. (laughs) That's dope. In in closing, what would you like to say to that queen that's listening right now? What would be your advice? If you could just give her one, like 
sentence or whatever, just something to help her push forward and going after her dreams? Um, number one thing is believe in yourself. Don't doubt yourself at all. Because if you believe in yourself, it's nothing that you cannot do. Um, when you believe in yourself, it's a, it's a type of energy that I can't even explain comes through you when you know who you are and what you're capable of doing, whether you're slacking or whether you're doing the best job you can, you know it and you move accordingly. So if you believe in yourself, any door you feel is closed, well, another one will open because you believe in yourself and you're sending that out, that energy, and that energy is going to come right back to you. So you have to believe in yourself. If nothing else, everything else will follow. The money, the followers, the, the support, um, the opportunities, all of that will follow. But first, you have to believe in yourself because once you do that, you're going to have that energy to, to do the work. And once you do the work, everything comes to you. Mm. You heard it, Queens. Believe in yourself. I'm always preaching that on Queen Motivation. Let everyone know what your Instagram is so they can uh, come check you out and just say one more time when the radio station um, airs. Sure. Sure. Um, it's Ebony Camille. You can find that everywhere at D-B-O-N-I-E, as in my first name, Ebony. Um, the radio show is uh, Eavesdropping Radio which is www.eavesdropperradio.com. It's airing all the time, but to get the newest episode, it's 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Saturday. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Ebony Camille. It was a pleasure talking to you. I really appreciate it. Oh, I'm here, 